0: in charge here. That's what
2: the rules are? Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. I'm David Brody from Elvis in the morning show. That's Jamie from Light FM. Jamie, we are so close to episode 200.
3: I, I think we're here.
2: We are so close. We are there. <laughs>
3: we Happy are
2: here. 200th episode.
3: Woo! Go us! I'm so excited.
2: Yes, for you it's like one eighty. Okay,
3: but- oh, no, 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 it's not quite two hundred, but I'm I'm celebrating. <laughs>
2: okay, very good. Well, to celebrate in grand style, I'm going to tell you two things. One, a reminder: BrooklynBoys.BigCartel.com. Go get your Walkers and Talkers shirt. That's BrooklynBoys.BigCartel.com. And the other thing, especially because it's the two hundredth episode, we are not going to review World Beyond season premiere. In this episode.
3: (laughs) Yeah, just in this episode.
2: (laughs) However, episode 201, which hopefully we'll do this week as well, you'll get a bonus episode. If I can manage to edit two episodes, you know, and get them posted. And uh, you'll get to hear our World Beyond review, but not as part of episode 200. I didn't want it tainting the 200th episode.
3: Yeah. Although I have to say,
2: uh, not taint, tainting. Oh,
3: okay, tainting.
2: One's a noun. Oh, God. One's a verb. Oh, my God. Okay, now if you want to taint your taint, that's that's a different story. That's and some, next, and next. Okay, so first off, did you like the World Beyond episode? Because I felt it was a different tone to it than the Cheetah Girls first season.
3: I think it was better this time around.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd say it was better. It, it was like when Fear the Walking Dead wasn't great. That's how good World Beyond was. Yeah. Like it's now, it's now, uh, not, not awful. You know, it's like uh, it's better.
3: It, so it's, there, it's not fantastic, but it's definitely yeah, doing better. there were
2: some moments. You know, there was a little bit of badassery. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, there was. Which is right next to the uh, Tainted uh, oh episode. <laughs> it's right there. So, yeah, we'll talk about it. I think there were some good things, and there was some bullshit. But, uh, so that'll be episode 201, of all goes well. But episode 200, The Walking Dead, the penultimate episode of the first third of the final season. Does that all make sense? Yes. Good, good, good. So, Promises Broken, episode seven of this season. Your initial thoughts, Jamie?
3: I very much enjoyed the episode, and there were some conversations. I was like, whoa, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, there were some things said, especially I think you're referencing what Negan said.
3: Yeah. That
2: we'll talk about that I Woo. didn't think he was going to go there. I Me think he either. needed to follow up, but I don't think he followed up. I think there was a line missing, which which we'll talk about when we get up to that part of the episode. Okay. Okay, so... Maggie's group, uh, when I refer to Maggie's group, uh, I'm going to be referring to Maggie, Negan, Father Gabriel, and Elijah. The foursome.
3: (laughs) The foursome, yes.
2: They're in the woods, uh, and uh, Negan reminds them that Daryl tried to warn them that they have armed lookouts. Right, Remember when they were in the the basement hiding? Daryl said, you guys got walls, armed lookouts. You have nothing to worry about. So Negan says, remember he told us? We're headed there. We We should go back home. Like, this is not a good idea. And Maggie and Father Gabriel says, we're not going back without food. Our families are starving. Now, would you have gone back?
3: Uh, probably. And, right. and and thought of another plan because this is not a good plan.
2: Right, you and I are cowards. So we absolutely <laughs> would have gone,
3: no. gone back.
2: I already knew the answer to that question when I asked you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but nobody, like, uh, Negan is, I don't think Negan's a coward. I just think he's sensible. And he puts his own life uh, ahead of others,
3: yeah, he, I don't think he's a coward at all. But he's like, guys, this is stupid. Let's-
2: it's suicide mission. Yeah, let's well, at least, well, Listen, we know it's not really a suicide mission because the four of them aren't dying. They've already <laughs> killed off everybody else in the group. Yep. You know, I see where Negan's coming from. So Maggie tells Negan that he cares more about himself than the people back home, and he's free to leave. Negan says, "You need me. You can't be short one more person in your little army here." He says, "I'll stay if you make me a promise." He says, if you promise that I don't have to watch my back anymore, that you, you're you not going to want to kill me, then we're even. Wow. Did you think in a million years she'd say, okay, that sounds fine?
3: I thought maybe she would just do it to appease him and then be like, yeah, yeah right. Like, Well, later. that's sort of what she did. So yeah.
2: let's move on. She <laughs> says, we will never be even. I mean, all he did was cruelly beat her husband oh, to death while God. she was pregnant with his son. Oh Spoiler, Glenn's dead. Oh. he says well you know what you need right you can't afford to lose me so figure it out and she says you would take my word and Negan says I'm a man of my word I'm assuming you're a woman of yours and they shake hands
3: I was shocked they touched
2: <laughs> I was surprised like she didn't like nod and go all right fine
3: yeah like no, all right
2: but if, okay if you were Glenn looking down from heaven if that, that, that all happens right and uh would you say, okay, Maggie's doing what she's got to do? Or would you say, what the fuck?
3: I would make lightning strike right in that woods and cause a fire.
2: Okay. <laughs> so you would rather Negan goes home and uh, Maggie Maggie's more likely to die. No,
3: I don't know. It's so, it's such a, you have to have him. It sucks, but she has to have him. All right. At I'd that be point, mad. <laughs> at
2: that point, I would like to remind you the name of the episode Promise is broken.
3: And there it is.
2: So, spoiler, thanks, name of the episode person. <laughs>
3: thanks, show title namer. namer. <laughs> person.
2: Okay. A female walker comes by, which I thought, at that point, I thought it was like, oh, she needs, we already saw the trailer, where she needs a whisperer mask. So I'm like, oh, isn't that convenient? A, a female walks by, right? Yeah. But Elijah starts looking sad, not the saddest he'll be this episode, but he started to look sad. And Maggie says that was his sister's best friend, Teresa. Mm. I guess he recognizes her, you know. She recognizes her, so. Oops. Elijah, not not a good omen.
3: Oh, not good.
2: Because as we find out, or are reminded, I don't remember, his sister is still out there.
3: Yeah, he's hoping to find her.
2: Right. But now we know that his sister's dead, so
3: there's that. There's that.
2: More walkers start approaching. Elijah is... Up front, we're ready to go out and kill them. And Maggie says, wait. And turns to Negan, do you think we can find more? As if he's the walker expert.
3: <laughs> They're all around you, Maggie.
2: So that's why. That's when I realized she wants to put together a herd.
3: Oh, my God.
2: And you know what's going to happen? It's like, I wonder if we could find horses. Oh, there they are.
3: Oh, there they are.
2: <laughs> so that's the credits. I don't know if you noticed. Well, we've talked about it. But the logo is deteriorating for the final season. Right? The Walking Dead logo. Yeah. The logo has major cracks in it. It's, it. It looks like it made a jump over the past couple of weeks. It's looking shitty.
3: It does. It does.
2: Okay, we're going to the Commonwealth. Eugene and F.S. Fake Stephanie <laughs> are in uh, abandoned or partially built houses that we find out later that they're, it's future development. Now, why the Commonwealth didn't put a fence around this area, I'm not sure. Right. But all these buildings are loaded with walkers. Tons that they've now decided oh, we want these cleared out. So
3: and how they uh, get the walkers to just stay in the house, the little house.
2: Well, I guess there's so many walkers they must have cleared outside already. Yeah, you know, or, or maybe they they put ropes or something in front. I don't know. I I, I do not know. It's a great question. So maybe <laughs> we should call camped out walkers bullshit.
3: I think a little bit
2: Walker squatters
3: Walker squatters bullshit are
2: they are they are they are they squawkers
3: squawkers, squawkers.
2: Or, or uh walkers <laughs> I don't know whatever they are but so yeah they so they're in the houses and they're in charge of clearing them out. That's their one of their punishments for breaking the law that Lance Hornsby has given them. So Eugene asks Stephanie if all this labor will lead to their freedom, Can we trust Lance? And she says, yes, you can trust Lance. Okay. But we can't trust you fake Stephanie. Yeah. FS. By the way, if we've spoiled that for you, I apologize. If you would have enjoyed watching three or four episodes thinking that was really Stephanie, I still don't get it. Eugene's (laughs) a bright man. He never once says, so where's the sister you talked about or something like nothing. He's,
3: yeah, or He's, your voice sounds a little bit different than on the CB radio. Yeah, didn't
2: you, like, like, I don't know if on the radio she mentioned growing up black or whatever. Obviously she didn't. But there should have been something that said, you know, being short or being fat or something. Something. Nothing. Nothing. He doesn't ask her any questions.
3: Yeah, like, oh, remember our favorite song we sang to each other? Or something, something, anything that right. would be the, a clue. Days
2: have gone by. I don't, I don't get it. Anyone else, maybe, but not Eugene.
3: You would think they would reminisce over some of their past right. conversations. There's no reminiscing.
2: Yeah. Princess and Ezekiel are clearing another house, and Ezekiel uh, starts having trouble standing up, and he's holding his tumor. It's making him weak. Mm. Princess says to him, "He needs a doctor. They have ho- they have hospitals here, and uh, I think we should talk to Stephanie and see if I can get you into the hospital." And he says, "I'm afraid." That if I go to the hospital, I'll have to work off the treatment I get. Like, I don't want to owe them anymore. Yeah. Right? Mercer walks by. Now, this was odd. I understand it was the point of the script. But you are in an undeveloped area, right? Why are you walking by with that rich couple where there's walkers around? That's what I thought. I thought, what the hell are they doing in the uncharted territory where they're all roaming free? Right. Is that part of the... um, Was he showing them, like, future plans? Like, you might live here... I couldn't figure out. Like, did the bus drop them off? There's no bus. There's no bus. There's no. But Port Authority is not there. There's no uh, bus station.
3: It's like Jurassic Park, where they bring them and they're like, they're right over here. Right, and then the guy <laughs> says,
2: "Oh, it was the smell is horrible. We're too close to those nasties."
3: Oh, excuse me.
2: And Eugene says, "Who the hell are they? Like, who are those people? Right? Because they clearly look like they stand out. They look like um, Sharpay and her brother from High School Musical." <laughs> For those of you that, that watched it and know what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you who that guy is. Well, the episode tells you who he is. But later, I'm going to tell you who he is in the comics. But I'm not going to spoil anything. Is that oh, fair? That's fair. Okay. I'm glad you, I'm glad you think it's fair. Because <laughs> if fair. you didn't, I was going to do it anyway. <laughs>
3: You're going to do it anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. A well-dressed Commonwealth representative is talking to Yumiko, who is all cleaned up now and wearing a professional suit. It's all fancy schmancy. Snazzy. He says Pamela Milton loves a fellow Harvard graduate and you will do well. Yumiko says, I'm happy to work off whatever aid I can get from my people, but I'm not staying here. Okay. Just get that out of your head. And he says, I think after you meet with Pamela, you'll think otherwise. Hmm. And she says, I'd rather see my friends and I'd like you to take me to them now. And he says, they're working off their time for the crime they committed. And she says, well, how long will that be days, weeks, months, I'd like to speak to Pamela Milton right now.
3: I'd like to speak to your manager. Right.
2: <laughs> and so he says, it would be faster than Lance Hornsby had in mind. He's not ready for you to meet her yet. She says, is Lance your supervisor? And he says, no. So then she says, great. I want to speak to Pamela immediately. Ooh. In other words, if if he's not involved in this chain of command, I don't care. Ne- like Then yep. then, then just go. do it. Just do, do it. it. I'm wearing a pantsuit.
3: <laughs> I'm wearing a pantsuit.
2: Cut to the Reapers. Daryl walks up on one of the Reapers, locking up a shed full of ammunition that says food storage on it. I don't know if Daryl saw too much, but he has some idea what that is. So he buddies up to the guy and he says, hey man, can I offer you a cigarette? So he's kind of bonding with the guy.
3: Yeah, smart. And the
2: patrol returns. Whatever the patrol was, they are out looking for Maggie's people. So we'll find out what, what that's about later. Back to Maggie's group. There's a long-haired walker tied to a tree. Now, do we recognize him? Was he somebody from an earlier episode? I don't. He looked don't. vaguely familiar. If if he's somebody we've seen before, let us know.
3: Yeah, he could have been someone in their camp.
2: They buried Teresa, the friend of uh, Elijah's sister. Maggie tells Elijah that his sister is still alive. She's out there, and we'll find her, and uh, we'll kill all of these murderers. Every last one of them. Elijah says, "The one, he's mine." In other words, you guys can kill all the one, everybody else. I get, I get Pope.
3: Oh, Elijah's a gonna get killed. Whoa!
2: Now, I don't know how often that ever works out when, they're like, oh, leave Negan for me, you know.
3: Yeah. Good luck with that.
2: Maggie gives Father Gabriel a weapon and tells him to uh, to go out scouting, and if he sees any Reapers by themselves, he has permission to kill them. Maggie says to Negan, "Find me three more Walkers. I'm not going to use someone I know." Yeah. So Negan says, "We only need three. I kept my mask for sentimental reasons," and he laughed. And she says, "This isn't funny," <laughs> and he says. Well, it certainly isn't with that attitude.
3: <laughs> what a sicko. Which
2: I thought was funny.
3: Yeah, I laughed too.
2: <laughs> back to the Reapers. The patrol comes back. It's two guys. They say they checked everywhere. They couldn't find anyone. And Pope starts screaming at them, asking if they checked here, 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 and here. And they said, yes. He says, how could you not find them if there are tons of them out there? Your brothers are dead. Are you not ashamed?
3: Oh, he was, he was revved up.
2: Which reminded me of, uh, was it Braveheart? Where he says, are you not entertained? No, um, not... Uh, oh, not, where is that from? It's from Gladiator. Yes. Right? Are you not entertained? That's what it reminded me of. Are you not ashamed? <laughs> I don't know if they realized it, but that's what it reminded me of.
3: That, yeah, it did sound like that.
2: So now, Leah steps forward and says, I told them where to go. So if you're going to yell at anyone, yell at me. Meanwhile, you and I both know that they're not going to find anybody because... Daryl's bullshitting yes. that they have an army out there. Yeah. Pope says, are you trying to get them killed or are you trying to have them like you? Right? How about you try keeping them alive? And she says, and yelling at them will keep them alive? And he didn't look happy. True. He's like, listen, I, I've given you enough rope here, lady. You know, Watch
3: your mouth, woman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah.
3: <laughs> something like that.
2: <laughs> he tells her to take Daryl and go out and find his goddamn enemies. Ooh. So Lee and Daryl go out uh, walking in the woods and looking. And Daryl says, you guys have a good place back there. I'm sure you have a good story that goes with it. She says to him, well, you spent some time with those people, meaning Maggie's group. I'm sure they have their side. And Daryl quickly says, no, not at all. Right? Like, I got to stick to my story that I didn't talk to them a lot.
3: Yeah, I'm a lone wolf. I just met him on the road for a minute. And that's all that's all that happened.
2: So she says, look, we needed a place. We found one. You can fill in the rest. Like, so we killed everybody. Yeah. Daryl gives her a strange look and he says, I'm surprised if you got the place, why keep hunting them? And she says, we have to make sure they don't come back, (laughs) which they're doing anyway.
3: That's what's happening.
2: (laughs) She says, you don't understand. You have an easy, you have an easy. So she's talking to him now and she's still assuming that he's a loner because she only knows him as a loner.
3: Yeah, I mean, he played the part for a few right. years.
2: She says, you don't understand. You have, it, you have it easy out here, only having to worry about yourself. We have a whole community to protect, so to say. We have a structure, a leader who got us this far. What happened back there, him yelling at me, that wasn't normal. Daryl says, yeah, I met guys like that before. She says, where the hell are all these people? Why can't we find them? He says, once we kill them all, then what? Pope goes back to being a nice guy?
3: Like yeah, you're hello. saying he's a
2: dick. Because she said, he's like, oh, he only that way, you know, because he's. He's, we have enemies out there. He's mad. That's right. So he's like, so is it going to all be great once we find them? And Leah says. Good point. He's like a father to me. He believed in me when no one did. He made me strong. And Daryl says, I thought you didn't need anyone to make you strong. He's right, but she meant previously. Now she no longer needs anyone to make her strong. But I guess she meant like back in the day when she was, you know, maybe divorced or treated like crap or whatever. In a bad spot. In a bad spot. A cut to Maggie. She has a mask on and she's practicing being a whisperer. Negan's teaching her how to walk like the dead. Oh, Lower your shoulders, swing your arms. The mask is way too big for her head.
3: Yeah, the mouth hole was like so big.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they they untie Captain Jack Sparrow, the walker with the beard. (laughs) And he walks up to her, kind of sniffs her, and walks past her.
3: That was the test.
2: So I don't know how long the dead skin keeps you smelling dead. That's what I thought, like,
3: doesn't the skin decay in the, like, how did Negan's mask, like, what did he preserve it with?
2: Well, I don't know. Does he occasionally rub Walker blood on it? I don't, I don't know. Does he
3: shellac it, make it preserved?
2: (laughs) Because right now it's kind of rubbery, like, I don't know, a rubber mask. Yeah. (laughs) So the Walker walks past her, but then she trips over a rock and stumbles. Oh my god! Now, I have to imagine Walkers stumble all the time.
3: Oh, we see it all the time. They fall down hills, for God's sake.
2: The walker turns around and he's all of a sudden like, oh, you're not a walker. I got to come after you.
3: Yeah. Now you smell different.
2: And she's grabbing her head. She can't see. She's panicking. The others grab him and tie him back up to the tree. She's mad at Negan that the walker face doesn't fit her. And he says, that's because it was somebody else's face, <laughs> which is funny. But all of the whisperer masks are.
3: Are someone else's face.
2: Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I'll fix it for you, Maggie. You did good. Like, I'm proud of you. Cut to Father Gabriel spying on the reapers from a tree in, in the woods. And uh, amazingly, none of the lookouts see him.
3: He blended right in.
2: The religious older guy who was praying over the body of whatever guy got killed earlier, he walks out into the cemetery area and he's praying over one of those graves. Yeah. And he hears a noise, which was Father Gabriel. He pulls out a knife and walks towards the woods. Father Gabriel readies himself. Did you think it was going down at that point?
3: I, I did for a second. And I'm like, okay, he didn't. But then when he started saying father, I was like, is he fucking with him? Or does he really see him? Or is he just actually just talking to God?
2: Right. Now, he doesn't, he doesn't know that Father Gabriel's a priest. Even though Daryl said there was a priest, they don't know what he looks like. But you thought he, he was saying father no. like Father Gabriel.
3: For a hot second, I was like, is this guy this good? I was like, I don't know. It was like a real mind F. I was like, what is happening, that conversation? So the, so
2: the guy is, I don't know, maybe 10 feet away from Father Gabriel in the woods, and he prays to God to guide him. He says, God, is there anything I should know? Now, I'm a pessimist, so I'm going to tell you that I'm going to say naturally God doesn't answer him because well, God doesn't normally talk to people like that yeah. so easily. And you're a bad guy. So I would I would like to think that God isn't helping you. That he would more likely help the other priest who's, I mean, Father the game, yeah. done some effed up things too. I mean, too, yeah,
3: they're, they're both not on the naughty list.
2: Right. But did God warn all the other people you guys killed? You bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So naturally God doesn't answer him, but he assumed that meant God had nothing to warn him about. You interpret, you know, people re- interpret God and religion their own way.
3: He was a little uh, French fry short of a Happy Meal.
2: So he said, oh, send me a sign. I didn't get a sign. And rather than thinking God ignored me, he's like, oh, God didn't tell me anything because I have nothing to worry about. I'm all, It's all good. It's all good. All good. Which is a mistake, as you know, because there was something to worry about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but he doesn't die because we see Father Gabriel no, go back no. later. Well, here's the thing. We don't see what happened. We see Father Gabriel come back and say he didn't run into anybody.
3: Why did he lie,
2: by the way? Because he didn't kill him? Maybe he did kill him. Oh, shit. Maybe he did kill him. We didn't see it yet if he did. Right? Now, I don't know why he wouldn't tell Maggie that he killed him, but I think maybe he killed him.
3: She gave him permission. She said, go for it. So if he did, I mean, why hide it?
2: I don't know. Maybe he stabbed him and the guy got away and he doesn't want to tell her.
3: Hmm. That's
2: worse. Right? (laughs) I think that that would be the only explanation why he would lie. Right?
3: Yeah, Yeah. I would think so. I thought that was really weird. He's like, nope, didn't see anybody. I'm like, oh, but you did.
2: For some reason... Yumiko and her brother are in the train station together and she's asking him why he doesn't want to be a doctor. And he says, it was way too much work. I had no free time, no time to relax. And she says, but you loved your work. You loved saving people. I remember. And he says, no one can know I was a doctor. And she looks shocked. Now, didn't he already tell her that?
3: He did when they were meeting outside the little uh, bakery uh, on the the sidewalk. So
2: did they forget that scene?
3: you uh, would think so. Well, she said it out loud again, so he's like, mm, excellent on the doctor, eh?
2: Right. So she says, what does that mean, no one can know? Again, he said, don't tell anybody. So he says, trust me, I like things the way they are. Now, at this point, a reminder, she already told them he's a doctor.
3: Right out the gate, she yeah. goes, I'm looking for my brother, a thoracic surgeon. I'm like, oh, shit. Right.
2: <laughs> so you fucked him.
3: And that's very specific, a thoracic surgeon, you know?
2: <laughs> so now, even though they've been walking together, she says, oh, by the way, I've got a meeting with Pamela Milton. You're meeting the top person. Wouldn't that be the first thing you said to your brother when you met him? You'll never guess. I'm meeting Pamela Milton. Yeah,
3: Why exactly. Would you... guess exactly. It's like meeting the president.
2: Right. Why? I... Oh, by the way, it's like, oh, I'm going to the grocery store. I need eggs. Oh, and uh, I watched the ball game last night. And like an hour later, going, oh, by the way, I'm meeting the president. Right? It doesn't make any sense. Uh,
3: She also never said, "Um, by the way, sweet brother, I'm so sorry. Before we had this conversation, I slipped.
2: Right. She doesn't tell him. I guess she figures maybe no one will remember. Yeah. So he says, oh, must be nice you get to meet Pamela. No one like me would ever get to meet her because, you know, around here, you have to know your place. And with that, stormtroopers come and take him away.
3: Uh Uh-oh. And she
2: says, I'm his lawyer. And they still pull him away.
3: Oh, it didn't matter. He's probably like, what the hell? I didn't do anything. Cause he, right,
2: but she at this point, she's got to go, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute.
3: This is She's yelling, me. what did he
2: do? But she knows.
3: She knows. If that's on you, Yumiko.
2: Yep. Back in the woods, Maggie's wearing a, a whisperer mask that looks like it was custom made for her face. <laughs> Thanks, special effects people. She leads a bunch of walkers into a roped off area. And uh, good thing they had rope, by the way. You know, yeah. good thing they went on a mission to kill Reapers and thought to bring rope, <laughs> and so she's she's building a Walker pen for the Walkers. Yeah, Negan says again, "You did a good job, Maggie." He says, "Thank you and you're welcome," because you know he taught her what to do, mm-hmm. and she didn't say anything back. She walks over to Elijah, and he says, "So has anything changed between you and Negan?" And she says, "I, I can't possibly know that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm Maggie Ree. I don't know." <laughs>
3: I'm Ma- Maggie. Ray. I'm Maggie Ray. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Pocket. I don't know this. I say that boy, foghorn leghorn. <laughs> I love how we turn all the characters into foghorn leghorn,
2: like Say that you're a chicken hawk. All right. She says he's helpful, but he wouldn't be except there's something in it for him. So Elijah says, "So what about your promise?" And she says, "I hope I can keep it."
3: Ooh, sounds a little alpha-ish.
2: Right. She, like, I, I, may, I may not be able to. No, Alpha would have said, I hope I can keep it. Oh,
3: God. She's so creepy. Yeah.
2: Was. Back at the Commonwealth, Yumiko finds Lance Hornsby by the houses that were being cleared and demands to speak to Pamela. I need to know where my brother is. And he says, he's fine. He then says, you made an appointment with Pamela after I told you I was taking care of everything? It's clear Hornsby likes to be the guy who makes the decisions. Right, oh, yeah. like I, I go to her. I, I he's the brown noser. He
3: wants he to wants be the favors,
2: man. right? He wanted Yumiko to make sure that she owed him something if if ever he needed a favor.
3: Yep. Right?
2: She says, "You took my brother off the street." Then he says, "He'll be home tonight. That's all the time I need." Ooh. Then he says, "Your friends broke the law. You're asking me to help your people. You're asking me to forgive them of their crimes. That's a lot of asks." She says, what's in it for you, man? Like he says, I may need a friend in high places someday and you might be inclined to help me. So he's playing like all the sides. He's playing his path, yeah. He might go on trial someday and need a lawyer or somebody of authority that has Pamela's ear. Yep. He tells her to just sit tight for a few more hours and she says, fine, I can handle it a few more hours. Okay. All right, so what do you think they're doing to him? Are they beating him? Are they brainwashing him? Are they making him admit he's a doctor? Were they going to make him be a doctor now?
3: I think they want it. First, they want the truth because you know how they feel about telling the truth there. So they're they're one way or another, they're going to get that out of him.
2: I also wonder if they're going to try to get him to tell them where Alexandria is, assuming he would know, even though he doesn't.
3: He doesn't know. I think they're definitely going to ask him that as well. But of course, we know he doesn't know.
2: Right. But they don't know he doesn't know.
3: They don't know that.
2: And they might torture him like Frost got tortured.
3: Ah, uh, God. I hope not. His hurt brother's so nice. He just wants to bake a cake, people. Yep.
2: Okay. All right. We'll catch up with Daryl and Leah right after this.
0: Hey, this is Seth Gilliam. I play Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie.
2: He spots a couple of houses in the distance. Leah says, the men have already been through here. And uh, he sees some mushrooms on the ground and says, it looks like somebody's been here. And they go take a look. So the men supposedly checked out the house and didn't find anybody. They see a a bush moving and they're like, hey, who's behind the bush? (laughs) Who's there? And, And a guy comes out from behind the bush. And now I don't, did he see them and he hid behind the bush? Did he, is that why he was behind I the bush? I
3: think so. Cause, or he was bent over looking for food and then saw them. He was definitely hiding.
2: Okay. So Leah says, how did you avoid the patrols of soldiers? And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. My wife is injured. I'm trying to get her food and help. At the same time, we're alone. So was he just out scavenging for food when they came by looking at the house?
3: I think he really was telling the truth. Obviously, we'll see. And I think he was just getting food in that moment. And then they were pretty well hidden, so.
2: Yeah. All right. Leah says, then you are of no use to us. And she puts the gun up like she's going to shoot him.
3: My God.
2: Daryl says, tell us where your wife is now or we'll kill you here and find your family. Oh, my God. Leah calls Pope because she's got to call daddy.
3: <laughs> Her right? Daddy?
2: Her Daddy? And says, we found someone but we aren't sure if he's with the group. And she says, what do you want me to do? And you don't really know what he said, but then they agree to follow him back to his wife. Yeah. Maggie and Negan. Negan tells Maggie he feels for her. He says, look, I'm not a robot. It sucks to see your friends as walkers. And now you're about to break into a community that you built and lost. I get it. She says, your community and mine were lost in very different ways. And he says, "You think I don't understand the losing side of a massacre?" Maggie says, "There were no children at the satellite station." So, Maggie is referencing when they first made the deal with Hilltop. Yes. And they went to the satellite building and, and killed everyone ham. in their sleep.
3: They went HAM and killed everybody. Which
2: technically, they started the war with the Whispers. I mean Te- with the with the Saviors.
3: You are so right. They we made the first move.
2: We, right
3: well you know I'm invested (laughs) right now
2: right now granted the saviors were uh, treating the the, uh, hilltop like shit and blackmailing them but as far as who killed who our people killed their people
3: yeah our people
2: so Maggie says there were no children in the satellite station no families and Negan so Negan says then where did Aaron get Gracie you think I didn't know about that snap now here's the thing Aaron didn't get Gracie from the satellite station.
3: He didn't. She, he, that is correct. She didn't, he didn't get her there, but that she That came was during
2: the war a long time ago. A daughter of a savior. She was talking about the satellite station specifically. Yes. And then, then Negan says, which I was hoping he would say, those men, they had lives, they had girlfriends, they had families. And as their leader, I had to explain to their loved ones why I couldn't protect them. Like just because they were men doesn't mean that they, you know. They were alone. Exactly. So Maggie says, okay, but you killed people that have families and you did it in front of their families. So like she's trying to top it. Like, well, what you did was worse. Again, they killed like 23 people at the satellite station and Negan killed, would have killed one until, uh,
3: Rosita wouldn't look at the bat. Rosita
2: wouldn't look at the bat. Daryl effed up, got Glenn killed.
3: Um, I will agree.
2: So even two people, now he also enslaved them. But he he might not have ever found Alexandria had they not done what they did. Exactly. So Negan says, yeah, I did. But the world is different now, Maggie. Fewer people to fight for, fight with, fewer things to fight over. And she says, are you saying you would have done things differently? And he says, yeah. Now, at that moment, what did you think he was going to say?
3: I thought he was going to say I would take it back. Yeah. What he did to her husband. I mean, how else I, I the setup I, I couldn't imagine it going any other way and whoa was I wrong.
2: So I don't know if he meant the lineup or he meant the entire community. I guess he meant the lineup.
3: I that's what I was like, I was like, Oh my god, who does he mean? Does he so mean So he everybody? says if I could do it all
2: over again, I would have killed every single one of you.
3: <gasps> I think And he meant Maggie the says,
2: Why would you say that? He says, Because it's the truth. We have to do whatever we can to protect our people. That's why we're here doing this because we're here because we did what we had to do, and Maggie says, "No, no, no, no. Why would you say that to me,
3: of all people?" I like, do. First of all,
2: you're now saying you should have killed me, right? When you know I want to kill you, yeah. And you, you, you killed my husband. Oh my God. At least, like, pretend like yeah, I would have would have left you alive.
3: You're like oh, I wouldn't have. Now, done Now, strategically,
2: that or... it doesn't make sense to leave them alive. I get that. So he says, Maggie, we had a good day today, you and me. But the only way this works is if we're honest. And she's like, look at him like, nah, maybe don't be honest.
3: Yeah, maybe this white lie.
2: Right. Like, you know what? I, I don't know if I need you to be honest. I was kind of enjoying the fact that I had maybe like an inkling of hope that you weren't a dick.
3: And now you've shattered that.
2: <laughs> right. He's like, no, nope, just, just just for the sake. I'm a dick. No, that's and not going to change. An
3: honest dick, though. What's uh,
2: is that? Is that good or bad?
3: An honest dick?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, it's a good thing, I think.
2: Can you make it an, uh, an honest dick out of a dishonest dick? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. And I don't want to find out.
3: I, I, next.
2: <laughs> next. Uh, back at the Commonwealth, Ezekiel returns with lollipops and he's smiling. He got antibiotics and painkillers.
3: His ass is high on Oxy- Oxycontin or something. Right. He and Lance is with good.
2: him. Yeah, Lance is with him. And he thanks him again. He tells Eugene and Stephanie, uh, so so um, uh, Lance tells Eugene and Stephanie to clear the area by the fence, and he, he says, I have some new work for you guys, and he takes Ezekiel and Princess with him, okay? So we don't know where they're going yet, but we find out. An unfortunate location, let's just say that. Father Gabriel returns to the area and tells Maggie, there's good news, Meridian's still there, and she says, did you run into any of them? And he says, no.
3: Hmm, I, that's
2: I very sus. Sus, su, 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 definitely sus.
3: Definitely sus, a lot of now, sus. Now, if they
2: said sus on the show, that would be sus because <laughs> yes, they wouldn't know that word. Because
3: they wouldn't know that word. they don't on social media.
2: Eugene and Stephanie are walking to their next location and Eugene spots that rich couple making out on the grass, oblivious to the fact that a handful of walkers are coming up behind them.
3: You don't hear that? Come on, people.
2: Okay, so my question is, they sent Eugene and Stephanie there to clear out the area because they know there are walkers up by the fence line. Right. That's what they told him. Yes. Why wouldn't they send like the military in to clear out the area for safety? Number one, why would Mercer bring them to that area? Wouldn't he know that the fence line had was infested with walkers?
3: Was it intentional?
2: No, no, no. I don't think so. I okay. mean, I, I'd like to think he hates them too, but yeah. he would be in a lot of trouble if he let them get killed.
3: He would. I mean, they would. Have, yeah. Big trouble.
2: Eugene notices there's a handful of walkers coming up behind them. Eugene goes into psycho mode and kills all of them.
3: My God.
2: The guy is a rich, obnoxious piece of shit and yells at them for disturbing their time. He's As if so, he didn't notice. Yeah, he, he was just,
3: so desensitized. He was like, there was blood everywhere. And he's like, do you see what you did? I'm like, oh my God. They, so you he says, your life.
2: So Eugene says, we just saved you. Yeah. And he says, we have security for that. Now, I have a question, because I always do. That's why I'm here hosting a podcast about The Walking Dead. <laughs> Wouldn't if security came along in time, wouldn't they also have disturbed their their uh, alone time? Absolutely. Right. So Eugene has no clue who he is and says, I think uh, you owe us a thank you and an apology for being rude. So another walker comes out of nowhere. Still no sign of security, by the way. None. And he's coming up behind. She's coming up behind Kayla. That's her, his girlfriend's name. And Stephanie's like, uh, uh, Eugene, uh, you know, could hello. you stop yelling for a second? Um, hi. And he's like yelling at the guy, I want an apology. And she's like, uh, Eugene, now why she can't go over and kill the thing or go, Eugene, is a walker.
3: Oh, that's why I thought you have a weapon too, sweet cheeks. Why don't you go over there and kill it? Right.
2: Him? So I'm thinking, is she incapable? Because we've seen her kill walkers. She just cleared out an area. Anyway, so Eugene is oblivious. She runs up at the last second and kills the walker. But some of the walker blood gets on Kayla and she freaks out.
3: Oh, boo-hoo. So
2: the rich kid yells at Eugene, and rather than thanking him, yells at him and's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So Eugene punches him in the face. Now, were you hoping Eugene punched him in the face? Oh, yes.
3: A hundred percent.
2: So F.S. starts apologizing profusely to the little rich kid.
3: Oh, my God. I'm so
2: sorry. He didn't know. Uh, 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 please forgive him. Uh, at this point, Mercer decides to show up it's with Lance.
3: Convenient.
2: Right? Now they're there. They would have been dead. If Eugene didn't save them, they would have been dead. Oh,
3: both of them for sure, immediately. So the,
2: the kid yells at Mercer for not being there and claims that Eugene just rolled up and attacked him. Eugene says, I did hit him, but that's not what happened. And Lance yells at him and says, don't you know who he is? Now, he wasn't in the promotional video.
3: No, I didn't right? know who he was.
2: So I'm going to tell you who he is because you're going to find out later in the episode. Yes, I is- do. Pamela Milton's son.
3: What a little shit.
2: His name is Sebastian. Now, I'm not going to tell you what he does in the comics, but you, you guys can Google it. If you want to ruin it for yourself, go ahead. But he is he does something monumental in the comics. Really? Now That doesn't mean he'll do it in the show, but he's kind of a big deal uh, in that he does something in the comics. That's are all you, I'm going to say.
3: Are you hoping he does this thing on the show? No. Okay,
2: okay. No, well, I, um, I, I'll tell you what. It, he can't because different characters are at Commonwealth.
3: Are at play. And some okay. characters
2: that are dead are alive in the show and alive and it, it's not the same people.
3: Gotcha.
2: He's involved in a situation that's a big deal in the comics. But some of those people are no longer on the show. Hmm. So I don't know okay. how they're going to respin it. Right? I don't know how they're going to tweak it. Just that he's a big deal. Okay. His okay. ass dom <laughs> his, his assholiness uh, plays a, a big role in his character okay. a, and the things he does. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. Okay. That's all. Okay. Yumiko shows up for her appointment with Pamela Milton and the woman behind the desk, who we'll refer to as RS, really? Real Stephanie, Stephanie, says, it's a good thing you're on time. She's a stickler for being on time. And then they tell her to sit down and wait. But what's the <laughs> point of that? If she's a stickler for... What, you just said she's a stickler for people being on time and then says, now nah, go have a seat and wait. Now you wait. So RS asks her if she's part of the new group and Yumiko says yes. But I've not seen my friends in a while. So real Stephanie looks very concerned. Now why would a secretary care? Well, because she's real Stephanie.
3: Yep, she shouldn't care, but she's RS. So. And she says, uh,
2: I hope everyone's okay.
3: Yeah. AKA okay. Eugene.
2: Mm-hmm. Her phone rings. And she says, "Uh uh-huh, no problem, I'll take care of it. And tells Yumiko, you'll have to reschedule the appointment because someone just attacked Pamela's son. Well, we already know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's who he is. Yes. So Lance Hornsby comes to see Eugene in a concrete jail cell. And he says, if you want to get out now, the price is even higher. I'm going to need the name and location of your town. And Eugene says, I can't help you. And Lance says, well, then welcome home. And your friends can keep killing walkers. And your other friends can figure things out on their own. And Eugene says, if I were to provide for you the coordinates of my people, what guarantees would I have? And Lance's response is, well, look at all the chances we've given you. How nicely we've treated you and your people. And Eugene says, that is not a direct response to my question. In other words, they could be treating them nicely because they're new. And then as soon as that community comes around, they wipe everybody out. Exactly. Or they blame it on a horde like on World Beyond. No spoilers.
3: (gasps) Yeah. That was bad.
2: So as Lance is walking out the door, Eugene says, uh, wait a second. Hang on. We don't know if he's going to lie to him, tell him the truth, get something in writing as if that would matter. We don't know. Cut to Maggie and the herd of walkers heading towards a building. There's a decent amount of walkers now in this herd that the Whisperers are uh, leading.
3: They've conjured up a lot of people.
2: Whatever the building is, Maggie's been there before. They pulled, they pulled some boards off of a doorway, opened the door, and now a ton of walkers come out. Yeah. That they must have put in there. Like maybe Maggie put them in there for some reason just, rather than kill them. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know why they're in there. But they're in there. And now this herd joins with the original herd. And now they've got a big-ass herd. They sure do. So uh, back to Daryl and Leah. They follow the the husband back to his home. He shows them a secret room behind an air conditioning unit, which I guess is how the the, uh, scouts didn't see them. Uh, The wife and son are there. She looks like she has a belly wound.
3: Yeah, like she got slashed or something.
2: Yeah, at that point, did you think it was a walker thing or no? No. Like a wound?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was just, I thought it was a, a knife slice or something. Okay.
2: Leah tells the guy, take your son and run and never come back. And the mother says goodbye to him. So I guess Leah immediately was assuming that she's going to die from the Walker bite, right? Yeah. Now, the guy is there with his son for who knows how long, right? And he's not leaving his wife. Leah says, Take your son and run. And immediately he goes, Okay.
3: She probably scared the shit out of them.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'd run. But wouldn't you take longer to say goodbye? Wouldn't you be like? I, oh, that
3: bothered me. She, they were like, okay, bye, honey. Like, like
2: couldn't you just say, like, can't you just leave us? Give like, her a le- le- like, leave something. us. You don't need me. You don't need us. Why do you care if my wife turns into a walker? Like, what's, what do you care?
3: Yeah, like, we were here peacefully first. Why do you need to come all up in our house? Right. And
2: it wasn't like she told the guy and the son, you can come back and live with the Reapers, but yes. your wife has to die here. So what was the point of that, except to set up the next scene?
3: Exactly. It was like the Lion King. Run away Simba never come back.
2: Right. The mother says goodbye. I'm thinking, you could have saved him and the kid, you bastards. Okay. So then uh, the woman says, I'm so glad you're here. You're the answer to my prayers. And she says, they were never going to leave while I was alive. And it's not safe for them to stay here. I'm ready. Oh. She's ready to die. She says, please.
3: Yeah, she's suffering.
2: Right. So Leah points the gun at her head but can't do it. So Daryl takes out his crossbow and shoots her in the head.
3: Doesn't even blink.
2: Leah says, I'm going to tell Pope that you killed the guy and it'll be good for you. Right? So Daryl says, Leah, there's something I need to tell you. And of course, in pure TV show fashion, before he can say anything to her, the walkie goes off and uh, I'm calling timing bullshit. So definitely... Walkie-talkie timer bullshit.
3: Oh, 100%.
2: What do you think Daryl was going to tell her there? You know what? Hold that thought. Okay. (laughs) You'll tell me when we come back right after this.
4: Go to Nix.com.
1: That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions
2: apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay. So how did you like that? That was like an American Idol tease right there.
3: Man, you got me on hold here. Oh, um, were you
2: sticking up? Were you, were you standing by? I was, I was
3: standing by. I was ready to answer and I'm like, oh, oh, wait, oh okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very good. So what do you think he was going to tell her?
3: I freaking don't know. I thought no way is he going to divulge all of this right now that it would it would collapse everything and i don't think she's ready to hear all that yet
2: i think she's like i love my father like he's like a father to me he's a father figure
3: yeah she's team pope like i don't know I what in not... the hell he's going to say you can go ahead
2: and tweet us your theories on what he was going to tell her i don't think he was going to say everything i don't know what he was going to say i don't think he was going to give away anything so we don't know what he was going to say we don't know what Eugene was going to say oh boy so that's two cliffhangers right oh, there
3: oh two big so ones. i'm not
2: the only one who gives you a little cliffhanger but i gave you like a, a minute and a half cliffhanger <laughs> Okay, so Maggie and Negan are leading the herd of walkers, and a young black uh, female walker starts moving towards the front of the pack. Mm. Okay, how many walkers would you say were in that pack? Hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds. And out of hundreds that joined them from the woods and just joined up, the walker they're looking for, which we find out is Elijah's sister, Mm. speeds up and comes to the front.
3: She's right next to them.
2: Out of the hundreds of Walkers. I
3: know. First of
2: all, when was the last time you saw Walker speed up and pass people?
3: (laughs) Never. Coming up on the
2: outside, it's Elijah's sister. Elijah's sister and some other guy. (laughs) At the finish line, it's Elijah's sister for the win. (laughs) That doesn't happen. So I'm calling speeding up Walker Elijah's sister bullshit. Yeah,
3: that was kind of convenient.
2: Elijah sees her and starts crying. And I thought, you're going to get yourself killed. Stop.
3: Yeah, stop making human sounds.
2: You can't move and make noises. By the way, that reminds me. Have you started watching Squid Game yet?
3: I have not, but I, I'm about to because I keep hearing about it.
2: So there's a don't move scene similar to when you were at the walkers and don't make noise. Similar. You'll see it. I recommend Squid Game, everyone. Okay. Okay. If you're one of the few people, by the way, it's already, they're saying it's, Netflix's most downloaded, most viewed show already. Whoa. So much so, they're asking the production company that made it to help pay for the streaming, uh, the additional servers needed to keep the show going because the entire world is watching it.
3: Oh my God.
2: Other countries have crashed Netflix watching this show.
3: Bigger than Bridgerton.
2: Yeah, and no (laughs) hot guys. (laughs) (laughs) And don't ask me to tell you what it's about because it's hard to explain. You can Google it. You can watch the trailer, read a review, but it's good. I I enjoyed the first episode.
3: Okay, I will give it a shot.
2: Good choice of words. Okay, (laughs) you'll get that if you get that. Okay. All right, very good. The camera now pulls up like a drone and shows that the horde is massive. Huge. Not bad for some new whisperers.
3: Not bad for a rookie.
2: The camera pans around and shows you what's in front of them, and it's nothing but a forest. So wherever they're walking to, like Meridian, it's not close. That's they got a gotta long
3: walk, walk walking yeah. that way.
2: Scene for next week. The herd is outside of Meridian. Leah notices they aren't walking in normal fashion because they're, they're going in a circle. Yep. So that, that's, by the way, that's, that's for the listener and for Daryl. And for us to know that Daryl notices that and knows that th- somebody must be leading them around. That's
3: their signature move.
2: Right. But he might not know it's our people. But he knows something's going on.
3: He, I don't think he would suspect Maggie, but, he's, but his, yeah. his Spidey senses up.
2: He knows that there's a there's a whisper involved. A storm. By the way, do you notice that in the Alexandria part of the show they run into whispers, and then in the other part of the show they pretend to be whispers? Yeah, it's a lot of whispering. <laughs> Also for next week's episode, or this week's episode, if you have AMC+, Plus, did you watch it yet, Jamie? Be honest. I, I did not. I did okay. not watch it yet. All right, very good. A storm brings down the walls of Alexandria, and walkers flood in. And it looked like the No Way Out episode where Carl lost his eye and Jesse's family was killed, oh, spoiler. Oh,
3: God, that was, a, that was mayhem.
2: A black reaper, I say that he's black only because I don't remember seeing him before. Do you remember seeing him before? I really don't. When Daryl and, and Leah came out of the fire... I could be wrong. I don't remember seeing anybody of color.
3: He could have been standing there. It was more focused on uh, Daryl and Leah. He may have
2: been. I don't know if they added him to. See, here's the thing. You know the old joke that black people die in in horror movies first? Yeah. I'm going to hope that they didn't add this character for him to die right away. Because in the trailer, it looks like he's out scouting. Because you see him behind the walls in the trailer when Leah says, why are they walking like that? Then you see him out by himself. By himself! Oh, God. In the middle of the herd, calling them on the walkie-talkie. So, I hope they didn't add him to the show just to have him killed. Oh. That wouldn't be nice. No, it wouldn't. Would not be nice. Okay, so overall, you like the episode. It looks like the uh, third of a season finale is going to be excellent. Yes. But I feel like there will be a cliffhanger. I feel like either they'll fight the Reapers... Or there'll be a moment where Leah has to make a decision between Daryl and Pope oh and boy. that's the cliffhanger. That's yep. my
3: prediction. Okay. I, you're usually getting this stuff.
2: Mark, Mark it. Mark it down. Is it marked?
3: <laughs> it's marked.
2: Now if I'm wrong, erase it. Erase it, erase it.
3: Erase. <laughs> it was never done.
2: All right. Talking Dead, uh, Ron Funches, comedian. He Ron Funches, he talks like this. He He's always happy. <laughs> Ron Funches always smiles when he talks. I love the way he speaks. He does. He's like, I got an uncle who's about to die. but he's smiling. Uh, Alexa Montour. Alexa Montour.
3: Montour.
2: She plays Hope. And Josh Hamilton, not the baseball player, who plays Lance Hornsby, was on the show from from Georgia.
3: I like that they had him on.
2: He was good. He was good. They put up a poll. Did Eugene give up Alexandria's location? 45% say yes. Another Hmm. poll on the show. Oh, uh oh, I can't I can't discuss that one. That's about oh, uh, I'll save that one. Oh,
3: okay, it was
2: about Iris,
3: <gasps> yeah, which
2: is uh, a world beyond. I'm not gonna tell you. me tell you what happened. And then they showed a scene from the next episode of World Beyond, which I'll also talk to you about after in our next episode. So we have a lot to talk about. You getting <laughs> hopefully two episodes this week. yes, although the second episode might not drop until Saturday. I gotta see when I have time to edit. edit, edit, edit edit. edit. yes, we'll see. Okay, so with that said, happy 200th uh, anniversary episode. Yes. Another reminder, Walkers and Talkers t-shirts at brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com.
3: They're beautiful. I'm excited. They're beautiful.
2: It's a ringer tee. It's got a good neck around it. I love it. Love the ringer tee.
3: Love the ringer.
2: So go get it. (laughs) Thanks for always supporting our podcast.
3: Yes, thank you. And Jamie, even
2: for only a day or two... (laughs) It's time.
3: What time is it? It's It's time time to to shut shut this this shit down. down.
2: Now you were late. Sorry. (laughs)
3: Sorry.
2: Sorry. You're also late to get to 200 episodes. So what are you going to (laughs) do?
1: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks.